0: This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I am one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. Tim, this week we're doing, uh, the, since our Quibi show was so popular, we're, we're back at it with streaming.
1: People were like, "Please tell us more about your assessment of the streaming service that you've been using for about a half a day."
0: <laughs> yeah. And we've and we've just gone through some extensive technical difficulties to even get this recording started. So
1: We've been at this for over an hour already.
0: Yeah, so you should be appreciative that you're getting anything at all.
1: Yeah, guys, enough with the complaining. Enough with the constant emails telling us about (laughs) how bad our show is now. Yeah,
0: there's nothing we can do about it. Write a letter to the coronavirus.
1: Yeah. Hey, and while you're at it, tell it to lay off. Tell it to stop.
0: Yeah, you should do that, too, honestly.
1: go under the sea, is what I'd say to them. The coronavirus molecules. And
0: get all the fish sick?
1: What do I care if a fish gets sick? (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i guess that's true
1: wouldn't you rather a fish get sick uh than uh people I yeah
0: if it's a one-to-one yeah like i'd take a goldfish getting sick over a person sure of course of course i would i'm not afraid to say that out here on the- come after me pita see yeah yeah peter <laughs> no tim not peter pita from the Hunger Games.
1: Oh, he's uh, he's good with a bow and arrow, Tom. You should watch out. No,
0: he's not good with a bow and arrow. That was Katniss.
1: Oh. Uh, he's good with a slingshot?
0: Yeah, I think maybe he had a bolo. A bolo? A tie? Not a bo- no, not a bolo tie. A bolo weapon.
1: What's that?
0: I had one of these when I was a kid. I don't know... I, I wanted in a claw machine. As as long time listeners of the show will know, I'm very good at a claw machine.
1: As long time listeners of the show will know, you think you're very good at a claw machine. You Tim. think that a claw machine is something that you can be good at.
0: Listen, I one of the the happiest moments of my life was was. Uh, this is some... going to be a sad tale. <laughs> Uh, when I first started dating my girlfriend, I, I bragged to her about, uh, you know, how good I am at a claw machine. Of course, you know, when you're first starting to see somebody, you want to impress them. That was what I had up my sleeve. And, um, I brought it up a lot, probably too much to be fair. <laughs> and we went, uh, on like one of our early dates, we went to a putt-putt. And they had a claw machine, and she was like, oh, look at this. Oh, a claw machine looks like, and I was like, oh, I don't have. Well, well, well,
1: time to prove it, you braggadocious. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I was like, well, I don't have any change. And she was like, well, I'll go get you change. And she went and got me change and gave me change. First quarter, I won a stuffed animal.
1: Wow. What, yeah. what kind of stuffed animal?
0: Uh, it was a emoji, a poop emoji. Ugh. No, it wasn't a poop emoji. I'm thinking of the wrong thing.
1: It I was, hate it, the poop emoji. I wish society was better than that. I played a second time
0: because I was too cocky, and then that time I didn't win. I should have just walked away after one.
1: Did you have her blindfold you before the second one? <laughs> no, I play by feel. No, it was just that I saw like another
0: easy one, and I thought, like, all right, if I get two on two quarters, then she's going to have to be my girlfriend.
1: Yeah, I mean, does being good at a claw machine, did did you see that as helping your your chances?
0: We're still together to this day, Tim, so you tell me. Wow. Do the Um, maths.
1: Wow, congratulations. (laughs)
0: Um, Yeah, we've been going through a lot of technical difficulty to do an episode that nobody wants to hear, probably. No, this one, look. This one has a lot more to offer, I think. because Quibi we... has so much to offer, Tom. Oh, God. Quick
1: bites. You could watch them in line at a store. You could watch them on the subway. You can watch them uh, in between acts at a concert or uh, in between uh, uh, plays at a sporting event that you go to.
0: Well, listen, Tim, I'll tell you who who you could get to write a letter to the coronavirus to complain is Jeffrey Katzenberg, because he recently said the coronavirus is to blame for entirely for why Quibi isn't the biggest thing in the world right now.
1: Yeah. Um, And maybe so. Maybe people would if if we could only cram into subways, we'd all (laughs) be like, oh, cool. Now I want to watch Chrissy Teigen's weird courtroom Judge Judy show.
0: Yeah. I mean, even that, that was like at least halfway decent. A lot of the stuff I, I learned somewhat recently uh, that a lot of the content was stuff that the studios just had on shelves, like that they had filmed a season of, and they were like, oh, nobody bought this. They weren't even imagined as quick bites, Tom? No, they, they edited them after the fact to make them into quick bites.
1: Wow. <laughs> those, those must be some really <laughs> talented editors. Because a quick bite doesn't edit itself, Tom. Yeah, it's got to be, be lean it's and it's got to be must, economical.
0: They must be really good content that the studios, once they got done with them, they were like, "This is too good. We should hang on to this for a great opportunity." Like Quibi to come along.
1: Yeah, this shouldn't be long. This should be a quick bite. <laughs>
0: I have not launched. Like, I have you know a three month trial like everybody else. Have not launched uh, Quibi since we did that episode.
1: Yeah, me neither. And I j oh no, I did. I watched uh the first episode of Reno the new Reno nine one one and it's good. It's great. Okay. Watch that. It's great. But it, it. also made me realize like I think there's 11 seasons of Reno nine one one that I haven't seen just cause I didn't watch TV a lot at the time.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And that's a show that went on that. I don't think anybody was like, I, I love Reno nine one one, but I don't think anybody was clamoring for like, no, that shows was taken away before it's time. Bring it back.
1: Yeah. I think they were just like, guys, we ran out of ideas. We've been to, we did 6,000 <laughs> episodes of it.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, along uh, look tim there's now a streaming media show because i have another update another streaming media update from another uh video service that is not great uh which is uh, apple tv plus ooh they have acquired the rights to all the episodes of fraggle rock
1: i i saw that
0: and um, they're up it's not like uh we got them they'll be up you know next year it's like now nah, we got them they're up here you go. Have,
1: have you watched them?
0: Uh, not yet. Why?
1: Um, watch it and then get back to me. Um, <laughs> you know how you're kind of like, uh, hey, that's a show that like would resonate for adults as well as kids. Yeah. It it doesn't. No. It's for kids. It's very firmly for kids. What about later the, later seasons, Tim? There's a bunch. There's a bunch of puppets. Yeah. Yeah, you love a bunch puppets. Of puppets. No, and there's the one guy. I like raunchy puppets. I don't <laughs> like kids puppets, Tom. Like that, uh, uh, Melissa the Happy McCarthy murders. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I Man. like uh, puppets being put in uh, sexual situations and saying curse words.
0: Well, I hope nobody edits that out of context, Tim, and <laughs> smears you with it. That'd be awful. <laughs>
1: Why ever would you give anybody that idea, Tom?
0: Huh? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what I was going to say about Apple TV Plus, that they have that stuff. And I watched a show called Trying on there. That was that was good. That was That's the only thing I've watched on Apple TV Plus that I've
1: liked. You know what the thing about Apple TV Plus and their programming mm-hmm. for me? The bites aren't quick enough.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a long bite, like a big swallow.
1: Yeah, and a... Yeah, and I don't want a...
0: a <laughs> I want a quick bite, not a long a low swallow. A swallow,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Tim, I had an idea that I wanted to push, uh, not push past you, put put past you. <laughs> you wanted to steamroll me with an idea. <laughs> I have a new idea about how to brush your teeth. Uh, oh, brother. And it's not going to be... It, it's not easy, but I think it's it might be good. It's not going to be popular <laughs> or effective, <laughs> What do you think about this idea? I did it the other day. I had run out of toothpaste and, you know, with everything going on, it's you can't just pop to the damn store anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I brushed my teeth with a mouthful of mouthwash. No,
1: the no, no. What? It's what? different stuff. It's not goop.
0: Yeah, but you're still, like, brushing your teeth, which is what the... Uh, have you ever brushed your teeth with just water?
1: Um. Yeah, when I was a, a maniac.
0: Well, I'm saying, like, in When desper- I was dumb
1: and young. In yeah. desperation. Yeah. So that... you want to make desperation the norm? No, i I mean, saying... I guess that's kind of what the world has imposed on us.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, wake up, Tim. Desperation is the norm. I, you brush your teeth without toothpaste. That's going to do a hell of a lot more than putting toothpaste in your mouth without a toothbrush. If you had to
1: pick. <laughs> right? Like brushing your teeth. You know what?
0: Use both. Well, but I'm saying, if you had the choice, if the devil himself came down and he said, uh, uh, or she.
1: Oh,
0: uh, never thought the devil could be a woman. You did, though, because you saw bedazzled.
1: I watch Bedazzled, what, two, three times a week?
0: Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley, uh, Brendan Fraser. The devil.
1: They play pool at one point.
0: No, Elizabeth Hurley plays the devil.
1: Yeah, I know. Um, And Brendan Fraser plays uh, George of the Jungle.
0: Wasn't there uh, a movie, She-Devil, where Roseanne was the devil, too?
1: Yeah, uh, you know what that's called? Uh, Real Life. <laughs> good, good, nice, Roseanne, dig. Tom, I'm not politically correct here. I'll, I'll, I'll take shots at at Roseanne. No, that's you can
0: take shots at Roseanne
1: and and her her. Uh,
0: I'm not politically correct. I'm not going to defend Roseanne. <laughs> I
1: uh, I think uh, her her uh, husband Tom Arnold is uh, also not a great guy.
0: Tim, I have bad news. Uh, they divorced.
1: Tom Arnold's back on the market.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. He may have remarried. They got divorced, I think, like 20 years ago. More mm. more than 20 years ago. 25 years ago, even, maybe. It's sad. It's sad to hear. But it, to to go back to my question for from the devil, if you had to pick a toothbrush or toothpaste, you can only have one for the rest of your life, which would you pick?
1: Yeah, I see what you're doing, but you need a, a, a another thing.
0: Well, the other thing, Tim, is mouthwash. It could I know. be mouthwash.
1: Exactly, but like, or you could just be like, or a different type of toothpaste. You
0: can't trick the devil that easily.
1: Oh, the devil can be tricked. <laughs> you
0: think the devil's gonna be like? You you can either have a a toothbrush or Crest toothpaste, and you're like, "Well, I'll take the the toothbrush," and then you're like, "You forgot about
1: Colgate,
0: idiot!" I
1: forgot about Sensodyne? Oh, Look, come
0: on, Sensodyne! What? Oh, you, oh, I forgot you have sensitive teeth. Of course, you use. Sensodyne. I love
1: you. Bully me so much over having sensitive <laughs> teeth. I don't I don't understand it. It's just a thing, Tom. It's it's an affliction. All right.
0: You know it's the best best toothpaste, uh, and I don't know why I don't buy it all the time. I, I It's an anomaly. On the count of
1: three. One, two, three. Oral B.
0: No, Arm and Hammer. Oh, yeah. Baking soda. Baking soda's great. Again, the devil, you could say, yeah, I'll take the toothbrush, and then just use bake- baking soda.
1: Yeah. See, I think you're inventing a. So, like, toothpaste is the best solution. Of course,
0: Tim. But I'm saying in desperate times, you can use mouthwash as a form of toothpaste. And it won't be effective.
1: And you shouldn't use it unless you're desperate.
0: It will be effective. It'll be more effective than water. But it's also kind of. Uh, like uh, dangerous, you know, because you you, you got to keep a real tight seal on that on that toothbrush when you got it in. Yeah, uh, you, know, you got to keep your lips puckered because otherwise that mouthwash is gonna come out.
1: Yeah, it feels like you wouldn't have very much mobility; that you wouldn't be able to to brush as effectively. Um, a flaw in your new in your new <laughs> your new way your new method.
0: Yeah, but here's the thing. The the mouthwash is getting into nooks and crannies that uh, a normal toothpaste might miss.
1: Yeah, but that doesn't mean anything to me. You do both. You use all of it. You use all of the above, Tom. You know what? I'm so mad. You brush your teeth with toothpaste and
0: (laughs) You know what? I'm not even thinking about that anymore, Tim. I'm past that. Now I'm just very mad because I realize that I don't... I really want baking soda toothpaste again, and I just bought three things of toothpaste, maybe even four or five. It's going to be forever until I'm able to switch over to baking soda toothpaste.
1: I'm sorry, Tom. It seems like you're really dealing with a lot right now.
0: All right, Tim. Well, this isn't an episode about brushing your goddamn teeth. This is an episode about HBO Max, which nobody wants. Nobody This isn't an for.
1: episode about an ineffective way to brush your teeth if the devil forces you to make a weird decision. What does the devil get out of that, Tom? Why does the devil
0: get out of anything, Tim? Your soul. Yeah, he's
1: a bad man. Yeah. he's. Not, <laughs> someone would say he's not even a man. He's a goat. Is he a goat? He's half
0: goat. B- bottom half's a goat sometimes. And the
1: top half is a man?
0: Yeah, because sometimes there are hoof prints. Ooh. And that's how you can tell the devil's been around.
1: It smells of sulfur as well.
0: Yeah, that too. He he farts. He's got this silent but deadly farts.
1: And you hear timpani play. <laughs> boom, boom, boom,
0: <laughs> That's the biggest sign. Yeah. That that, that that who you're talking to is the devil. mm mm-hmm. uh, HBO Max, Tim. It is Warner Brothers, uh, new streaming service. I don't know why they called it. I kind of know why they called it HBO Max, but I wish they didn't.
1: Why do you wish they didn't? Did you want it to be HBO Plus?
0: No, I wanted it to be like Warner Brothers Max or Warner Brothers Plus, WB Plus. Yeah, but then everybody would
1: be like, <laughs> do you think Wacko, Yacko, and their sister Dot are, are, are talented enough? Incompetent enough to run a streaming service that they're going to ask me to give fifteen dollars a month? No,
0: I think unfortunately they already blew uh, the WB uh, branding. Uh, you know, what was that? Fifteen years ago? Now on uh, on their channel, which is now the CW?
1: Probably like twenty five years ago.
0: Yeah, remember when? Uh... You're
1: just a big Michigan J Frog fan. <laughs> you wanted to see him front and center.
0: I just remember when the WB and UPN both started, it was like, this is nuts. There are two new channels <laughs> and they're yeah. both starting at the same time. I mean, broadcast channels. There were cable channels by then, of course, but no, nobody had stepped into the broadcast and it was like, hey, that uh, weird channel on your TV that just has reruns, <laughs> and, like <laughs> the, uh, the obvious lowest budget local news. Well, guess what? Now they're a network.
1: Yeah, um, and uh, they had some pretty good shows. Mm-hmm. The WB Network Seventh Heaven, Sister Sister, mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Animaniacs were those all the launch shows? Yeah, maybe I don't know.
0: Or just early shows, um, but my my point is. They call it HBO Max, but a lot of these properties on HBO Max have nothing to do with HBO.
1: Yeah, and I think it's it's causing a lot of confusion. And what I really uh didn't know is that there are like HBO stands out there who are like, they're diluting the HBO brand. HBO used to stand for premium quality television. In fact, it's not TV, right? It's and, true. And I understand that, but also like who cares? Who cares also, what the people channel is?
0: How are you going to come out with a service called HBO Max and it doesn't even have real sex on it? That's not very maximum.
1: No, are you upset that they don't have a late night section?
0: Oh, I didn't even think about that, but now you mentioned it. Yeah, I am because that was that was always a standby of uh HBO. They that took they that off
1: a... all the HBO stuff. Yeah, and but just... they used
0: to always have uh, like movies, series, documentaries, comedy specials, and then Late Night. And then that was uh, where there was softcore pornography and various other things.
1: Right. Uh, people making confessions in a taxi cab, of all things. Yeah.
0: That show, I never liked taxi cab confessions.
1: No, me neither. Um, I feel like they were always baited into saying things. Yeah. I would like to watch an episode of Taxi Cab Confessions now because imagine they tried to, they were like, all right, we're going to put a hidden camera in a cab and the <laughs> yeah. cab driver is just going to ask people. Ask drunk people of, or yeah. people on
0: drugs late at night.
1: Like all manner of like invasive questions and try to get them to say things about, uh, say raunchy things.
0: But I feel like back then, that was before the internet. It was like, I don't know, if you were on... Taxicab confessions, like maybe a coworker would see it and they would have to, you know, tell everybody at the office and they'd be like, Well, there's no way to verify this. I don't you know, that episode of Taxicab Confessions is gonna be on some random time. I'm just gonna have to uh keep watching taxi cab confessions, I guess, to see if this guy's telling me the truth. Yeah. Same thing with real sex. That was also what I I like. I always wondered why people would agree to go on real sex, and then I figured like, ah, eh, they probably just think nobody's gonna see it.
1: So, well, no, I mean, they're they're they, you know, they wanted to to show off their real sex. But
0: I'm saying, even when they would do like the street interviews on real, oh uh, yeah. But I think it's just nowadays, anything you do you assume everyone in the world could potentially see it. <laughs> like, Just
1: by typing your name into a box.
0: Right. Or that you could become a meme or some dumb thing, and then everybody's going to see uh, see your face and know you. And then you're going to be getting coffee five years later, and somebody's going to be like, hey, it's the real sex guy.
1: Yeah, I don't remember. It's the,
0: it's the guy who said sex dolls aren't such a bad idea.
1: I didn't. Uh, I didn't have HBO growing up, so uh, it, it was a uh, it was a real thrill to me at like <laughs> sleepovers and stuff when we'd have to sit through like Dennis Miller live, uh, <laughs> and wait for one of those shows. That would be like, there's a show called Real Sex, and then it was always terrible, and I'd always be like, "Oh yeah. man, yeah, it's I'm, a real not missing out on anything." It was a
0: real roll of the dice as to, uh, you know, what what that episode would actually entail, and whether it would be anything that would be uh, to your
1: titillation. So what happened was AT and T came in, yeah the, the the phone company came in, and they were <laughs> like, "We're going to buy Warner Media, the uh, the parent company of HBO." Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I guess. What we all really want is for the phone company to to control the flow of all of our entertainment and information. Yeah. Right? Well,
0: everybody loves the phone companies. They uh, they're one of the most popular companies out there. So yeah, might as well make them in in charge of uh, creative endeavors as well. Yeah,
1: and that's kind of happening across the board. Like every phone company's just buying another legacy media company, right? And yeah, uh, just turning it into. You know, remember the uh, AT&T versus MCI wars of the 90s?
0: <laughs> yes, I, I I, vaguely do.
1: That's going to be fought on so many fronts throughout the 2020s. That's oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, my God. Everything's going to be a proxy war for these, these, uh, these telecoms. Anyway, so AT&T was like, oh, and then another thing, we have to get rid of all the late-night programming because that doesn't... Uh, that doesn't appeal to us here at AT. Yeah. We're the phone company. We can't uh even though we were built we built our Empire on nine seven six and nine hundred <laughs> numbers. Yeah. Uh we, we can't possibly have have uh uh an episode of cat house on our, our streaming platform. Yeah is that you what it's that- called? Yes.
0: You know how many uh, uh, AT&T executives <laughs> probably are billionaires They uh, ba- just on, like, I would actually hope that whoever came up with the idea of the 976 sex numbers uh, became a billionaire off of that. Probably not. It was probably some engineer or something and some executive was like, great job. And now he's on a yacht called the nine seven six <laughs> cruising around the world.
1: How did that work, right? So the phone company so let's say you you got a stable of uh people who want to talk dirty on the phone for money. Yes. They want to make money. And you're like, okay, cool, I'll set up a call center mm-hmm. um and I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the phone company and I'm gonna say, All right, I need a number that I can make very expensive yeah. Um. And then people are going to call it, and they're going to say dirty things back and forth, and one of them is going to pay me to talk to my employees, who I will pay, right? And that's yeah. how this business works. What's the split there? Right? Like, does yeah. Is it is it a sliding scale? Is the, are they like okay? I want to make this fourteen ninety five a minute. Mm-hmm. Um. Does the phone company go like, all right? I'll set that number up for you, but. I get six dollars of that fourteen ninety five or is it a flat rate, and they're just like set it however you want
0: i it's a that's a very good question tim i i I'm actually gonna look into that because I'm very curious about what the cut the because the phone company were was the one doing the billing yeah, that's what like everybody nowadays all these businesses uh this is also a business podcast all these businesses they're looking for like uh you know, reducing friction. What's what's the least friction to get somebody to sign up for something or whatever? Like uh, if we integrate like Apple Pay or Google Pay like that, then people don't have to put in their credit card. Because how many times are you about to buy something and you have to put in 16 numbers and you're like, eh, you know what? That's just enough for me to realize I don't really want to do this I I was happy giving um, you, like, $50, but I don't want to sit and take 15 seconds to type out numbers.
1: Yeah, several times a day that happens to me, to be honest. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. One, of the, one of the worst things that ever happened in my life was getting a password manager that saves my credit card numbers.
1: Oh, yeah. There were times—remember the first time you were with me? Uh, it was after we recorded this very oh, yeah. show. We were out at a bar the first time I ever used Apple Pay. Um, And Mm -hmm. I bought a hat online for $25. I was like, oh, this is a funny hat. And it's like just my thumbprint. And I just put my thumbprint down and they were like, this hat will be at your house the day after tomorrow. And we've charged your your account $25. I was drunk. I I, I couldn't be held responsible. (laughs) I sued Uh, that hat company and won.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Your thumb's not going to pay the money. You're going to have to pay it. Exactly, you're responsible for what your thumb does. I've told you that many a time. <laughs> you always claim there's a loophole.
1: <laughs> my drunk thumb did it
0: um, but my point being a nine seven six number, no friction whatsoever. You just pick up your phone and dial those numbers and you know, hey, look at now you're talking to a sexy babe, yeah. Or a uh what were they called? Uh party lines. A party line.
1: Yeah, what was that? You just tell a bunch of people get on get on the phone and say yeah. dirty things. I, I never understood what an, could really happen over the phone.
0: It's what we now understand to be a complete nightmare, which was basically you would just call into like a random conference call. Yeah. And you know, I guess some people would say dirty things i mean i can't imagine that these things all weren't just guys like i can't imagine there are a lot of women calling into party lines i don't know I don't anyway we're talking about hbo max <laughs> <laughs> not nine seven six numbers or party lines first things first i want to say i was reading today on uh the verge.com a bunch of stuff missing i want to read off is this that list. tom
1: bergeron's and- uh blog
0: Bur- no, not The Burge. The Verge.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, the I read Dark The Night. Burge a lot. There's there's a lot of embeds of uh, funny videos.
0: And and the a lot of this content, if not all of it, was stuff that was like advertised, like in the trailer for HBO Max. Uh, all the Christopher Nolan Batman movies aren't on there. Thirteen going on thirty. The Matrix. The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog.
1: Wait, these are things that are not on on the service. I'm
0: sorry. Say again.
1: You said these are things that were not on the service that were yes. were purported. So to the be?
0: other Lord of the Rings movies and and Hobbit movies are on there, but The Hobbit, The Desolation of Smog, is not on there. Okay. Uh, Man of Steel, Gossip Girl, The Iron Giant, and The West Wing. Uh, as well as other things.
1: Well, are they coming?
0: Yeah, they're coming, but they're not there yet.
1: Yeah, but I feel like, you know, Disney Plus did the same thing. Where, yeah. You know, there was stuff that was tied up in in other streaming agreements that will eventually revert back and that's their plan for it, Tom. Look, Tom, if you're going to ding HBO Max, you better also ding <laughs> Disney Plus, you better also ding Peacock. You know, you can't play favorites here, Tom.
0: I'm just saying that these these particular uh properties were were like heavily advertised. We we're, were in their initial commercial and they're not there at launch.
1: Well, all anybody really cares about is friends, and friends is there.
0: Can you turn the light on, Tim? You're sitting in like a completely dark room.
1: <laughs> Tom, here's the thing: I tried. Um, here's another <laughs> thing that uh, that is really uh, cramping my style tonight. Other than our technical difficulties, um, I just moved into an apartment a few hours ago, so I'm surrounded by boxes. This room that I'm in does not have a light in it, so I'll have to put some some lamps in here or something. But uh. I, I don't I don't have any I don't I could I could go get a lamp and, <laughs> and plug it in, but instead I'll just look uh, like a shadowy figure. As the show's
0: gone on, Tim has gotten darker and darker in this room. Yeah, because
1: the sun's going down, Tom. It's not, I know it's not, that the sun's a... <laughs> going
0: down, but people normally live in houses with lights. You should have checked to see if they had lights before you moved into a new place.
1: You know, if the thing worked as it was supposed to, um, <laughs> we, we would be wrapping up right now and it wouldn't even matter. It would have all been done during daylight hours. This episode of The Complete Guide to Everything is sponsored by Sakara. You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. With sure Sakara, as is. Yeah, Tom, you, you know it. With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness, starting with what you eat. And along with delicious meals, Sakara also has daily wellness essentials, like supplements and herbal teas, to support your nu- nutrition. Tom, to mm-hmm. boost results, try the best-selling metabolism super powder... It's an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. Tom, no, I, I could, tried some of I this. I could use that. Yeah, we ate some of this fo- Sakara food. Mm-hmm. Very fresh. Very fresh and filling and delicious. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakaracom slash guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Sakara. S A K A R A dot com slash guide to get 20% off your first order. sakaracom dot com slash guide.
0: For over 80 years, Fram has been a leader in automotive filtration because that's the only thing they do, baby, filters. Want to protect your well-oiled machine or breathe easier when driving? Fram has the right filter for every kind of driver. Fram oil filters are American-made, tough, and feature SureGrip technology. No-slip grip for easy install and remove, even with an oily hand or glove. Fram cabin air filters filter out contaminants like exhaust fumes, allergens, and pollution. That's all the kind of stuff you don't want. And with the power of Arm Hammer baking soda, you can breathe easy with an odorless interior. Arm Hammer baking soda, the best stuff. I didn't know that they had cabin air filters with that stuff. I'm gonna get one of these cabin air filters now. Honestly, I didn't know cabin air filters was a thing, and I probably should have. Now I'm gonna get one. And look, well, we-
1: now that now that we know that baking soda is a part of it,
0: yeah. Well, and look, no matter how you drive. Fram has the right filter for you. Head over to fram.com. That's f r a m.com and find your perfect filter today. And thanks to Fram for sponsoring The Complete Guide to Everything. Tim, uh there is some big tent pole things coming coming to HBO. or right, some are there, some are coming. Uh, but the first, the biggest one, the, the thing everybody's talking about on the internet is uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League.
1: You and I are uh, inhabit different corners of the internet, I think.
0: No, it's, it's all over. It's what everybody's talking about.
1: A movie that literally nobody liked.
0: The the one that
1: came out in theaters, yes, right. But somebody somehow people think, yeah. But if it was like twice as long, mm-hmm. it'll be so much better. It'll be genius. Here's here's my take on it.
0: Uh, and we're
1: talking about the Justice League directors, cut, the Snyder cut, the yes. Schneider cut, the Schneid,
0: I, <laughs> Schneider's pretzels. Um, I watched. So I guess my point of reference is Batman v. Superman, the, the, the theatrical cut is two and a half hours, and the director's cut of that is three hours. And I remember seeing that movie in theaters and thinking that was, that was bad, and also that really didn't make sense. And then watching the director's cut and thinking like, oh, okay, that makes a little more sense. However, that is still a bad movie. And I believe that that is a hundred percent like the Justice League movie really bad. But then there's also a lot to it that is like uh, just like really cheesy comedy that they put in because you know people said oh, the mo- these movies are too dark, so they're like ah oh, let's throw in some one liners. But not only are a the couple farts what was that a couple farts? Not too far off. Uh, And not only are the one liners not good, it'll also like cut to Ben Affleck, who's 50 pounds heavier than he was uh, the shot before. And like, obviously in front of a green screen to say the, uh, the, the one liner or whatever. Well, that in itself is pretty funny. (laughs) So it's just an extremely messy movie uh, because of the way it was shot. I'm sure that Zack Snyder's version is going to be better. However, I am also sure it is still not going to be good.
1: Yeah, I don't I would I don't know who's actually going to watch that beyond the people that would actually tweet with that hashtag. Right. Um I don't think that's going to have any kind of actual real mainstream appeal to anybody who's not a one of those people who was very passionate about it I chose my words carefully here (laughs) uh yeah Tim what what's the address of your new home (laughs) off the Uh, grid baby you'll never find me um
0: yeah and the other that aside uh, I'm very like I love watching movies that have had extensive reshoots I I find it fascinating like uh I watched, I went and saw the Predator movie, the, the latest one in the theater, and it was horrible, but I loved watching the movie because it was so interesting to see what they obviously decided to change midway through shooting or during reshoots or whatever. So I'm very curious. See, you s-
1: and I differ in that I like to watch a movie that's good.
0: <laughs> I like. I'm going to be very curious to see what's different about this movie. However, there are two really big problems with it. The first is this movie was kind of like in in between, like, like uh, halfway through they, you know, the studio changed a bunch of it. Apparently, like Joss Whedon, you know, who took over, was not even uh, like it. This movie wasn't even the Joss Whedon cut. It was like, oh, they also like kicked him out of the editing room and the studio just edited it and and this is a studio cut
1: wacko and yakko and dot got in there
0: <laughs> exactly and i'm sure Josh whedon was like uh yeah it's fine you guys paid me probably an obscene amount of money to come in and direct reshoots i don't care what you do with this this isn't my movie i don't care yeah. um so, uh, but one problem is right after this movie or before this movie, Wonder Woman came out. But then after that was like Aquaman, uh, the the uh, Harley Quinn movie that came out a few months ago. And like those movies are much better received than the previous ones. And those movies are all connected and they're connected to the bad version of Justice League. Right. So the the good quote unquote good version the the real version is not going to be in continuity with those other movies.
1: Also I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to take off. Can you can you just <laughs> can you handle the rest of the episode yourself?
0: Also the um Zack Snyder when when he was shooting Justice League, when uh, Batman v Superman came out and bombed, and people were like, "This movie's terrible," uh, and they during the shooting were like, "All right, you were going to shoot Justice League Part One and Part Two back to back. You're not going to do that anymore." And then halfway through the first movie, they were like, "We're going to get somebody." He he had a family tragedy, but it also seemed like a very convenient time for the studio to be like. Hey, you shouldn't be coming to work right now, and that would actually be great for us because we'll hire somebody else because you know we don't trust you anymore okay so um, my my point being that they're gonna redo this movie it's gonna be like, oh cool the the first part of a trilogy that's never actually gonna get made
1: yeah, and uh nobody's gonna watch it nobody cares about it nobody likes that that cinematic universe
0: um. So, no some people do
1: it's fine whatever if if you don't like it who the hell who is it for <laughs>
0: um so that's that's like you know the big thing that they've promised and it it does raise the question of what do you think tim i know i can f- predict what you think but about the idea of you know hbo basically being like all right we bought the company hey, loudest fans on the internet, what do you want?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think they'll see the the folly in that, or they'll see how, um, look, it, it's not like they're going to be like, and now what's the next movie we should make? And what's the next show that we should make? No, um, they're
0: already talking about that they're going to release the director's cut of uh, Suicide Squad.
1: Sure, the director's cut is one thing, but they're not going to like you know, make new content based on oh yeah, yeah. hashtags and and uh change.org petitions.
0: <laughs> well, but they're going to they have to do a lot more uh, uh special effects and stuff for Justice League. Mhm. And the, they said that they were going to give him twenty million dollars to finish it up, but the, but it was like insiders say that could balloon up to thirty million dollars. I have a feeling this is going to cost like seventy million dollars, and they're going to be like, "What did we do?"
1: Yeah, they're gonna they're, they're gonna regret this. Why but did we
0: throw money at a bad, more money at a bad movie?
1: Because they're the phone company; they don't know any better.
0: <laughs> it's true. Oh well, yeah, it worked for nine seven six numbers.
1: Um, so Tom, yes, uh, this uh, as of this recording, this this came out uh, HBO Max launched a day ago, one day mm-hmm. ago. Yes. I still can't watch it on my television because I have a Roku. Yeah, um, and seventy percent of people of of the streaming market cannot at this point uh, watch it on their TV because they use either Roku or Amazon devices. Um, yes. Which? What did they forget to negotiate licensing deals for, for their no, their channel to be? On I these think
0: things? Roku and Amazon like just play hardball and play chicken every time with negotiations, mm. where they're like, which makes sense because to them, I think they say, "Look, if you if HBO Max launches and it's not on Roku." Uh, people aren't going to be mad at Roku. They're going to be mad at HBO Max.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And if HBO Max isn't on Roku, that's going to stop them from subscribing to HBO Max. That's not going to stop them from buying the Roku they bought two years ago. Yeah. So what do we care? So Roku wants uh i didn't realize that they apparently like do this a lot they really play hardball that like they want a cut of the money to have it's not like oh there's just an app store and you can just put it they're like "Eh, eh, eh." we want some of that money that's coming in even if people don't sign up through the roku app or whatever they want something
1: nice love it when they play hardball (laughs)
0: uh it is available on the playstation 4 which is how i've watched it on a television
1: I've been watching on my internet enabled pad um from mm-hmm. Apple. Yeah. Um and uh I've I've I there's some interesting stuff on it, Tom. What have you been watching? I'm, uh, can you go into your continue watching tab or you do you not have it open here?
0: Uh I don't have it open, but I can tell you I started watching Justice League.
1: Okay. Well, <laughs> a movie that you didn't like and this isn't even the new version. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: um Oh, another thing, it doesn't have four K, which sucks.
1: Yeah, that's that's uh and I apparent, mean it probably will at some point, right?
0: I don't know. I mean HBO, like there isn't a four K HBO, which I get because like cable companies I guess don't do four K really yet. But yeah. but you know, if you're doing streaming, like when I watch stuff on Netflix and YouTube and, and uh prime amazon prime that's all in 4k get on the ball hbo max i want 4k
1: yeah they don't they i think they rightly assume like yeah we just need to put a lot of stuff on this yeah and there is a lot of stuff i think the cool thing about this is um now like right now before in in the ancient pre-hbo max days yes tom if i want if if I was sitting down with my wife on a Saturday night in quarantine here being like, "Let's watch a movie tonight, yeah, you go to Netflix, there are very few like blockbusters like modern blockbusters from like nineteen ninety to twenty eighteen or whatever yeah right well
0: and and very few very few blockbusters, but also very few like good movies. Yeah, and then like either just like, fan favorites or critically acclaimed. Like no, neither of those.
1: Yeah, and it's mostly just like, well, we made this movie for real cheap, N- Netflix with with these stars that you've never heard of, but like people ten years younger than you know who these people are, and I'm just like, I don't, yeah. I don't want that. I want the, I want to recreate the blockbuster experience. Um, Disney Plus has you know a bunch of blockbusters but that I'm like not particularly interested in like franchise stuff right and just gr- scrolling through the movie library here it's like oh these are just like regular movies with, with uh, that I've heard of and uh, I'll, I'll watch one of these once in a while
0: well Tim there's not there it's not an accident that they chose to call this service home box office maximum mm. it's like a box office but in your home.
1: Wow. So you want to know what I've been watching?
0: Yes. I didn't say what I've been watching. Oh, yeah. No, Justice
1: League, League, you keep going. Uh, I started
0: watching the first episode of Friends, which is Mm -hmm. another huge draw that Friends is on there. Uh, Gone from Netflix and now on this. Uh, They were supposed to have launched with the Friends reunion special, but uh, because of COVID, that did not happen.
1: You know what? I think people need to temper their expectations about that. It's going to be, when it finally does come out, You mm. know, they're each going to get $12 million to do it or whatever. But they're just yeah. going to sit there, and it's going to be like a panel discussion. It's going to be a Comic-Con uh, yeah, panel. Yeah, that's what
0: I was going to say. It's it's just going to be a Comic-Con panel hosted by Ryan Seacrest or whatever that's like, what was your favorite part of Yeah. doing Friends? Uh, it was that we were all actually friends.
1: Yeah. We's yeah. It's nice. I wanna you hear know? the
0: dirt. I wanna hear who was banging, who was knocking boots.
1: What uh who was fighting who. They got into a lot of fist fights on that show, Tom. <laughs> yeah. Behind the scenes.
0: Yeah, I think that they're putting I don't know, I mean, I don't understand how friends which grew, like when we were teenagers was the most popular show in the world, is like somehow even more popular now. <laughs>
1: Um, I don't know. I watched some friends today. I mean, well, that's for me it's like it's just, it reminds I, me of like when I was 14 and 15 and it's like, hey, yeah. that was the easiest time of my life. I didn't have any responsibilities. I just watched TV. I like to remember when I had no responsibilities. But, but <laughs>
0: teens nowadays and young people watch it. Yeah. That's what I don't get. I think it's for the hairstyles. The what? Oh, the hairstyles. hairstyles. Yeah. I see. Um, I was also looking through, they have a bunch of old movies, a bunch of Turner classics.
1: Yeah, for the, uh, for the geriatrics.
0: Yeah, they've got, uh, I, I wrote down some of the movies that you might be interested in. Girl Crazy, Million Dollar Mermaid, Shall We Dance, Xanadu, Gold Diggers of 1933, and, bringing, and bringing Up Baby.
1: That I, I, me specifically, I'd be interested in those.
0: Yeah. You don't want to see Million Dollar Mermaid? See what that's about? (laughs) I
1: would love to see Million Dollar Mermaids. (laughs) Or Girl Crazy. Are there, uh, are there fins, like, uh, bejeweled?
0: That's what you have to watch the movie to find out.
1: Mm.
0: Or is it just that, you know,
1: this mermaid got a million dollar deal to make the movie? So they do that Disney Plus thing where they have different channels, like Turner Classic Movies yes, and, and uh, some other stuff. One of the things is Looney Tunes, Tom. Yes. This is the draw for me.
0: So have you watched any of the new U- Looney Tunes that they've made?
1: Uh, you mean where Bugs uses a smartphone and they talk about <laughs> like BitTorrent and stuff? No, I, think- I haven't. <laughs>
0: I think it's just the Bugs is using a smartphone in the like icon to tell you like this is new. Yeah. Um, I watched the first episode of the new Looney Tunes and I'll the tell Noony you. The Looney Tunes. I'll tell you what, not bad.
1: Okay. I'd still rather watch the, the classic stuff, Tom.
0: Yeah, but that's up there too, right?
1: Yeah, it is. I watched Duckamuck today. <laughs> um I watched yeah,
0: I watched a new one. Uh so the new episodes are 13 minutes long and they have like two five minute, five, six minute uh shorts, and then like uh a, a even quicker like 30 second thing in between. hmm Uh so the one I watched, the first one was uh uh Daffy Duck and uh P- uh Porky Pig. I know those guys. Uh, they were doing like a, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark type thing. Cute. Uh, it was pretty funny. It was pretty good. And then the next one was, um, uh, uh, Yosemite Sam and Bugs Bunny having an arm wrestling contest. All right. The one thing that I found a little bit weird about it was it seemed very, uh, Tex Avery inspired. So? Well, it seemed actually it seemed more Ren and Stimpy inspired than Texe like the way Tex Avery inspired Ren and Stimpy.
1: Oh, do they? uh, Is there a lot of gross out humor, Tom?
0: There's not gross out humor, but there's like that type of like close up that is much better quality. Still, Uh, I found that like a little off-putting just because it just felt a little it felt off-brand when everything else felt pretty on-brand yeah and they the the quality of animation isn't as good of course
1: yeah do they dress taz
0: up like uh crisscross at all (laughs) no tim that was non-canon that was just a t-shirt yeah, those were cool t-shirts. They were cool t-shirts. I'll I'll give you that, but uh, it never you know, happened in the kid, comics.
1: I went to Washington, D.C. one time, and I bought a, t- uh, a novelty t-shirt that had uh, Abraham Lincoln and George Washington dressed up in uh streetwear.
0: Well, that's neat.
1: Yeah, it was cool. It was based on those Looney Tunes shirts.
0: Where did you buy that? The Lincoln Memorial?
1: Uh, Washington Monument they were selling it inside. the white house the white house <laughs> gift shop
0: no i could see that i could see uh was, who was that bill clinton at the time slick Willie, like, like yeah. oh, i like these shirts let's have them at the white
1: house It's a great impression oh, i uh, like
0: i like these shirts that uh chelsea's friends wear let's get them at the white house gift shop
1: chelsea didn't have friends that was her <laughs> whole thing <laughs> i don't think that was her thing her thing was like, uh, people don't like me.
0: Yeah, well, now she has tons of friends because she's rich. Yeah. So joke's on you, Tim.
1: Joke is on me. <laughs> um, Tom, I've been watching another show. Uh... I, w-
0: I watched another show, too. Okay. But go ahead.
1: W- what show did you watch?
0: I watched uh, the Not Too Late show with Elmo.
1: Oh, I watched uh, part of an episode. And again, I was just kind of like... Eh, this isn't
0: for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? It's not. I think it's it. It does a great job of uh driving one right down the center. For this is for kids and parents. Look, you're not gonna watch this on your own, but it's gonna be tolerable. It's gonna be a lot more tolerable than the you know the normal uh, muck you have to watch.
1: Yeah, I also appreciate like uh as as somebody with friends uh and and relatives with small children and I see them try to get uh, their are kids Are you just
0: are you just trying to rub it into Chelsea the 1990s Chelsea as somebody with friends.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh friends with small children and uh who are just like uh, always trying to get them to go to bed. Yeah. Um that this was kind of designed to be like yeah. This is the show that you watch to be like, okay, you watch this and then you have to go to bed because at the end Elmo has to go to bed. Exactly. It's brilliant.
0: They the at least the first episode starts with Elmo asking his parents permission to do his late night show. You know, and yep. they're they're washing up the dishes. It's after dinner, and they say, Okay. But then by the end of the show, yeah, Elmo's putting his PJs on and he's getting ready to go to bed.
1: Yeah. I know a couple kids that are only allowed to watch Elmo before
0: bed, and this just Mm
1: -hmm. reinforces it, Tom.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, That's my niece uh, loves Elmo, and, yeah, she's allowed to watch it at night, and this is, like, a perfect, uh, you know, even better, because it's not getting them all riled up about Elmo. Yeah. It's like, well, Elmo's going to bed, so there's no more Elmo. You're going to have to go to bed.
1: I watched so much fucking television all the time, morning, <laughs> noon, and night. It was yeah, great.
0: And you've you turned out fine. <laughs> uh, I did like that there's a lot of cameos from other Muppets in this show. Yeah. Uh, Oscar, the, uh, or not Oscar, Cookie Monster is kind of the Ed McMahon.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's unsettling to see him sitting on the couch like that, though. Yeah, it's a little a bit. A full I don't, body.
0: I don't well and even when the curtain's open you see Elmo's legs. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and, and the way that he walks up it's unsettling because it's like <laughs> you would think they'd have a, they'd have a better way for him to walk. The technology, I don't know. Yeah. should be better than it is.
0: I know if I was a if I was a child watching it I think I would scream. I think it would <laughs> be like, like it it gets at that reptilian brain thing of like this is a thing trying to a predator trying to masquerade as something else. Get out of there! That's not a branch. It's a it's a snake. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a, a a live creature. It's a decoy.
1: I would just be. I'd be like, did Elmo get into a very serious accident recently? <laughs>
0: uh, and also, I like that. Uh, Ernie uh, runs the control room.
1: Oh, I didn't see that. I only yeah. watched, uh, like, literally four minutes. I watched the John Mulaney segment.
0: Okay. No, I watched the entire episode with uh, uh, Jimmy Fallon. Mm. And, oh, uh,
1: uh, I'm not sure if you've heard, Tom. Uh, he's canceled.
0: <laughs> uh, he's, like, I don't know. He, he's still doing his Jimmy Fallon bit on this show where he's, like, gushing at Elmo Mm-hmm. like uh like, oh, you're you're the best you're the funniest you're so funny it's like all right <laughs> <laughs> we get it <laughs> uh and then i was also mad because they do the the thing at the end of like well i gotta i gotta go i gotta do my show and he doesn't stay on the couch oh big come times on. elmo yeah come on mm-hmm. like you you as i guess nobody stays on the couch anymore huh no, that that's what I don't like about about talk
1: shows anymore.
0: No, I mean that's what I like about uh, uh, Graham Norton over in the UK,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. he actually has like everybody there together and they're drinking, yeah. and it's just like a way better show than people coming out one at a time. Yeah, uh, I, <sighs> I was hoping for more from Elmo as a late night talk show host.
1: Well, he's got time to grow. Remember, you know. Remember all these guys. Conan oh, yeah. had a Ur- rough yeah. outing. <laughs>
0: Early Conan got terrible reviews. Yeah, I just hope Elmo's able to weather the bad reviews.
1: <sighs> well, he's a, he's a fragile little. He's three monster. and a half years old. So yeah. yeah,
0: I didn't know his mom has a southern accent. I don't think I would ever seen Elmo's parents before.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we were when we were sesame street watching age elmo wasn't even really a fleshed out character
0: yeah well he, he certainly wasn't you know like the muppet like he is nowadays yeah. like or the sesame street muppet at least
1: yeah no i remember uh my my nephew who is mm-hmm. 3 years old he's a big he's a big elmo head yeah and my, and my brother showed him uh that muppet family christmas special yeah you remember yeah with, that?
0: with with all the muppets yeah the, but it, it was like a avengers endgame but for muppets
1: yeah it had the muppets it had the sesame street muppets it had the fraggles mm-hmm. um that was it but um <laughs> you know there's a uh, and they all met each other kind of for the first time it was it was, yeah. it, was it was really cool but um Elmo's in that, but it was before, like, Elmo even had, like, a voice because it was from, like, the late 80s. um, So, he's just, like, a background character. Oh, and weird. My, and my nephew was just like, why isn't Elmo talking? Why Why aren't they having Elmo do anything? I don't like this. Who are these other people?
0: Yeah, there's a ripoff.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, he doesn't like the classics. It's, uh <laughs> distressing um i watched a show tom uh men of a certain age starring ray romano <laughs> that's that's not a new hbo
0: max original tim
1: yeah i know it's from uh 2009 to 2011 okay it's a pretty good show tom i really think ray romano is my favorite actor okay that's fine yeah give it a shot it's got scott Bakula on it too Okay. I mean on, so does so and, does Quantum Leap. Yeah, but where can I even watch Quantum Leap?
0: I, I think CBS All Access actually.
1: Yeah. I, <laughs> I'll look I'll eat a slug before I fucking pay CBS <laughs> for, for a streaming service. Uh and uh Andre Brower's <laughs> on it as well. Oh right, yeah. It's a it's a it's a knockout
0: cast. Who's huh? who's the other guy? Scott Bakula. Oh, right, Scott Bakula. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time you were talking, talking, I thought you were, uh, I was thinking in my head, uh, everybody loves Raymond. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tom.
0: Uh, have you watched, there's uh, another original called Love Life starring Anna Kendrick.
1: No, but I was, I knew I would be able to use your password to use, uh, HBO Max Uh because a new Anna Kendrick uh, project. I know Tom's signing up. Now,
0: here's the thing. I I haven't watched any of it, but I've read a lot of reviews about, not a lot, I've read like two or three reviews about it. And it is weird because they all talk about how they're like, man, Anna Kendrick just made like a bunch of bad
1: career decisions, huh? (laughs) Yeah, and she's not in really anything good no
0: much. she's in this she's in a Quibi original mm. uh and they were well I she guess- didn't
1: have a lot of time to film it so that was the <laughs> best that was she's was like i i'm in i'm in a rush so i better put this one on Quibi
0: uh but they were pointing out uh that the show takes place in 2012 and that that was also like the height of anna kendrick's uh like popularity and success mm. like that was when pitch perfect came out and uh i think something else she was in um and yeah i hadn't really thought about it in a while but yeah she's just picked like a bunch of bad projects yeah well maybe it's you tough. should
1: be your agent tom
0: well, Tim, how am I gonna be her agent while I have an attraction to her? That's
1: <laughs> That wouldn't be a good professional relationship. No, at of all.
0: course not. I wouldn't be able to advise her correctly.
1: Yeah. I'd she be would...
0: like, well, this script has you in a bikini.
1: Yeah, I've seen the costume designs for this one. You should do this one.
0: <laughs> exactly. And that's not the kind of agent you want.
1: <laughs> no. Um all right.
0: Another one that it's being labeled as an HBO Max original, but it's not. Um, It's from DC universe is doom patrol. And Uh. I will say I highly recommend doom patrol. It is a very weird show. It is a DC property, but it's not really a superhero thing. Uh, I think it's like 15 episodes. It's the rare case where during the, like filming of it, it was going so well that they added on episodes. Hmm. Uh Fantastic show. Very, very weird. And it's about
1: puppies that uh, are like police officers. No,
0: you're thinking of puppy patrol or paw ah, patrol. Rather. Right. Right. No, no this is doom patrol.
1: Oh, what is this about? Is that uh, based on the, the nineties video game franchise?
0: No, Tim, not doom from from uh the guy fighting on Mars against uh Satan.
1: Just Satan's other guys. fighting the devil? Yeah, hell, hell, Mars is hell, I think. Wow. Well then what does everybody want to go? Hey, Elon Musk, go nuts, go to Mars then. <laughs> hey, Elon Musk, why don't you go to Mars? Um,
0: but on this show you can see uh Brendan Fraser's butt. My current day Brendan Fraser's butt. Great. As he's having sex with somebody. Okay. So that's my recommendation.
1: Great. Uh, so <laughs> scale of one to ten. Oh, you know what? I watched a director's cut of my own. What's that? Uh, they have the Little Shop of Horrors director's cut. Oh, really? Yeah, on HBO Max. You I can didn't watch, know that uh, existed. When uh, uh, what's his face? Rick Moranis mm-hmm. uh doesn't kill the plant at the end he gets eaten by it and then the plants take over the world
0: oh i've seen that like deleted ending yeah Mm -hmm. uh let me also give a caution that uh like i get that you can make like i think you can make like a kid's account uh but i did find it unsettling that i was like oh yeah they have that elmo talk show I searched Elmo and the first thing was what I was looking for. The second thing was like Sesame Street. And then like the next five things were the nightmare and Elm Street movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which like is for a three year old have terrifying thumbnails, even. So
1: Yeah. And then they'll just associate that with Elmo seeing yeah. that one time, those I, thumbnails.
0: I get if I just typed Elm, but I did type Elmo
1: yeah well call up the phone company and tell them their search algorithms wrong
0: i don't have to call they're always listening i can uh, they're hearing it right now
1: or brother they are they're gonna shut us down yeah if you like the show you can get more information at tcgte.com um tom this stinks we when are we going to do this in person again
0: uh, talk to the governor.
1: Uh, it's the governor that's uh, that's imposing this tyranny. Yeah, lockdown on all podcasts. He said, "Brother,
0: oh uh, governor."
1: Uh, what else you can uh <laughs> you can go to facebook.com
0: slash complete guide to follow us there. You can follow us on Twitter at complete guide. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds.
1: Follow me at your pal Tim.
0: If you want to uh, support the show, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash complete guide for Books the Podcast. What's this week's episode, Tim? I'm in the dark about it. Uh, The Great American Books Quiz. Yeah, Tim forgot to put a poll up for the next book, so now he's got this nonsense that he claims is going to be just as good as a book.
1: It's going to be even better, and it's not because I forgot, it's because I planned it.
0: Hey, why don't you spend five dollars to find out if, if it's
1: just well, as good? Well, you're not selling it. I've done way more preparation for this episode than you've done for for any any episode that you've. I've ever had done. to read all these books. Yes, yeah, so do I, Tom. And, and guess what? This was more preparation than than reading the book.
0: All right. Patreon.com slash complete guide. Find out for yourself.
1: I was moving house during a pandemic. I forgot to put the the uh, the poll up.
0: Don't apologize to me. Apologize to...
1: It's going to be even better, Tom.
0: All right. People um, are going to
1: be like, you should do this every week.
0: Okay. We'll see. Patreon.com slash complete guide to find out more about that. Uh, uh, Reddit.com slash r slash complete guide tcgte rather i don't know there's a bunch of other stuff look on their website you can find all that stuff uh yeah i'm look overall i don't you know what the the nice thing about hbo max is it's just taken over the hbo uh now thing so if you're already subscribed to HBO Now, now you have all that stuff plus a lot more stuff.
1: Yeah. It's fine. Cool. I don't know anybody who uh, subscribed to HBO Now. Everybody just uses their parents' HBO <laughs> login.
0: Yeah. I wonder if, uh, if AT&T has looked into that yet. I feel like that's the kind of thing. They like bought the company and they're like, ah, this is great. So many people are watching this content uh, let's launch a new service and then it may be just now that they're like how many people are watching it's like ah we got a uh, 30 million people watching great how many new signups have we had none <laughs>
1: <laughs> well there was this whole thing where like they you know the uh head of of warner or head of at&t was just kind of like no, we're not working with the cable companies on this. We're not going to work with other streaming companies. We're going to destroy all of them. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the people from like the entertainment industry, like they were like, "Well, you can't really do that in entertain. You can do that in telecom. It's it's like you're either an AT and T or a Verizon subscriber, right? But like, there this isn't a zero sum game." And he's yeah. like. Well, now it is, which really bodes well for the future of entertainment. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be some real cool stuff happening.
0: Yeah, yeah, where it's like... The biggest dickheads in the world <laughs> running it. Yeah. Not, I feel like uh, uh, other streaming services understand that, like, all right, everybody, for the most part, subscribes to Netflix. <laughs> we want to be, like, the second thing they subscribe to. right. But but apparently HBO Max is like, no, we want them to cancel all their subscriptions and just watch us. I mean, honestly, I would be probably 100% fine with just one subscription service. There's always shit to watch.
1: All I ever do, I subscribe to a lot of them. All I ever do is watch Guy's Grocery Games from the Food Network. Guy Fieri. It's all I need.
0: Wow. Uh, well, on that note, uh, we'll see you next week. That was a head podcast.